0: Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. that sound. Yeah, I love that
2: sound. Yeah, yeah, love that sound. So your back, out once on a mad one. Like, yeah, your mama can hump. on Homesdale Radio Aaron Mitchell. Hello, hello, hello (laughs) Did you by any chance have your microphone on mute during that conversation? I I
3: did did. did.
2: Mark Ross Mmm,
4: smack (laughs) bottom. Bottom. bottom Producer
2: Mikey yeah, I went up, but off just of road, um, it was two, two ex-Crystal Palace players, it was Routledge, No, it was Derry crossing from the right into the box, and Routledge, he not made it through Norwood's, was <laughs> and into the <laughs> left class of Diamond Simmonson. it's QPR1, Sheffield
4: United now!
0: But firstly, your host, for
2: tonight, Chris Hambling! Hi, welcome to Homestale Radio. My name is Chris Hambling. Um, okay, just uh, well, what was that noise? What was that noise? What was that noise? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first Homestore Radio. Uh, hmm, it's a good start. Homestore Radio <laughs> edition of 2012. It, Mark, is edition the right word? It'll do. It'll do <laughs> for now. Yeah, yeah. Um, That was the voice of Mark Ross, um, and also with us today we've got Aaron Mitchell. Hi, Aaron. Hello, hello, hello. Right now, and um, in a sort of change to our usual setup, I am also uh, clicking buttons today, is what I would call it. Not quite producing, you but, know, um, yeah, but I get to click buttons, which means, you know, if Mark annoys me, I can play, I don't know, a, a fanfare. <laughs> I mean, it's exciting to me, I don't know how you feel. Um, if you've got that
4: tune, uh, Save a Prayer, lined up.
2: Uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet but that might come in handy later on when things go really wrong what what could possibly go wrong exactly exactly well obviously the the last time we were on air was uh for the uh christmas show which um, went very very well despite being extremely long and us all being extremely drunk so i hope you enjoyed that one and um yeah not really too sure about our schedule from here on in but hopefully we've got some technical issues to overcome um, but hopefully if we do that we should be on regularly from now on until the end of the season i uh, just want to have a quick catch up with the lads before i we'll go any further and then we'll talk about how you can get in contact with us today uh firstly aaron did you have a, a good christmas and new year i did it was very good thank you yourself yeah yeah i've spent too much money and done quite a substantial damage to my liver i think but other than that it's it's been pretty well, good who um, doesn't at christmas time exactly and uh yeah you know some some interesting games obviously we've got we've got about five games to go through, I think it is. um is. Mm. Uh, we'll go through, and you know, we'll probably skip skip the ones that are further away in memory. But did you get to any of them? I don't think you did. Did you? No, I watched one on the TV and got one on the radio. Fantastic. Oh, of course. Stuff. Yeah. No, that would do. And uh, Mark, I've seen you at a few away games. Although I say seen you, I've seen a blurred shape that speaks like you at a few of the away games. um uh, You had a good Christmas and New Year. Yeah, a cracking one actually. Thanks,
4: Chris. Yeah, um had some family over from Australia. Took my step brother to the Den, magnificent stuff. He lives in Sydney and uh, he was over for a couple of weeks, and I said I was going to take him to a Palace game, so I took him to the Den. Glorious victory, of course, which we'll talk mm. about later. And uh, that was the first game he'd actually been to since the nineteen ninety FA Cup final. So oh, really, geez. yeah. Well,
2: but I was uh, ten yeah, years was old, that Mark. Well,
4: yeah, I was a little bit older than that, but
2: we'll. Is a wingman. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, look, we won't yeah, dwell too much too much longer on that. Obviously, you you weren't on for the uh, for the Christmas show as a result of no, your family commitments. Better things to do. Yeah. Have you have you listened
5: really to
4: no. it? Have you <laughs> listened
2: to it at all? What, the look, look, no. Have you listened to our <laughs> Christmas show? Did you go back and download the podcast? Oh yeah, yeah I said that. I, yeah. You did. Yeah,
4: did you, you enjoy yeah. it? Yeah. I know. I don't, It's all right. It's I, all I, I, right. It's all on board, mate. I've <laughs> so, okay. Uh, well, look.
2: You know, um if you want to get in touch oh, with us today, no? Alright, fair enough. Um Okay, yes, if you want to get in touch with us today, you can do so on Twitter. It's twitter.com forward slash whole radio, include at whole radio with your message. If you go and join probably Nick on his own in the chat room, it's dot radio.net forward slash chat. Uh, you can message us on Facebook like Jerry has today already. It's uh, Facebook.com forward slash whole radio. Uh, emails radio at net. Uh, it'd be great to hear from you there, and if you're feeling brave you can give us a call oh two oh eight one two three one six four six. with calls being charged at your local rate and we'll come out of your bundle. Got through that, oh, hey. Now Nick has asked me whether or not we are going to be um, mentioning a certain Mr Neil Warnock.
3: <clears throat> never.
2: Uh, He's just never. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, there you go, Nick, I have. Yeah. Uh obviously Warnock's been been sat from QPR today, which is um I have to say, pretty
3: pretty surprised. Get your <laughs> <attention>. <laughs> Um Aaron,
2: you you delighted by that?
3: Oh, I am. It just goes to show, you know, you, you can't manage a Premier League club, unfortunately, poor old Colin. I think he's done pretty well with what, what he had there, and he's, he's added some real quality in
2: that squad. But I don't know whether it's the sort of quality that's used to playing the way he plays. But you know, obviously, something's gone on there that we're, we're we're not aware of. Mark, what's your reaction? Well, I've got
4: nothing personally against Neil Warnock. I, I thought it was terrific when he was with us. Um, a little bit harsh, but you know, they got some dodgy owners. There was all talk about him being sacked wasn't there last season when they had uh, Flavatorians company at the Flavator- helm. So.
2: Combined, you combined his first name and surname into one name. I like that. Yeah, that's that was good quality. slick stuff. Slick, yeah. And wasn't there, there was all sorts of rumours
4: about uh, whether he'd actually, although he took them up, whether he'd actually be there at the start of the Premiership season. Well, he was, but he, how long did it last? Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. So,
4: well, I'm, I'm surprised. But he'll guys. get another job without any problem. He's 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 a good manager. Maybe not at Premiership mm. level, but he's, he's well, a good uh, manager. It, it's it, just it, he works
2: for dodgy boards, you know. And yeah. <laughs> I say he, he certainly does. Yeah. Uh, if, if he even wants another job, you know, maybe that's the payout he was he was, off, he was after. And he's going to go and retire to the southwest, like he uh, like he was going to mm. do before we we got him maybe in. He could
4: take over Plymouth before they go under. Oh, yeah, that's, yes.
2: Hey, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what
3: happened what there? No idea. Plymouth <laughs> has one's dream job. Show I mean, it in on.
5: the background. <laughs>
2: That's very odd. I just heard this sort of sound like someone had arrived in the call there, and then, uh, then there was a noise. But anyway, let's uh, let's pretend that didn't happen. <clears throat> uh, we just want to we want to have a quick chat as well with, with you guys about this uh, the virus. Now, obviously, that will come uh, in part of the game reviews we're about to go on to, um, and also looking ahead to the Cardiff game on Tuesday night, the first leg of the semi final there. But I mean, uh, obviously, the, the the first person went down with it was Sparoni, and I think people were, were a little bit shocked by that but um guys you can you concerned um Mark I mean sort of a squad that like um, well, is gonna struggle yeah. isn't
4: it well the problem is of course no one really knows how many people are affected and you know it's kind of you know it, it is worrying because Tuesday is massive for Everyone at the club, fans, the players, the board, everyone, and uh, a potential trip to Wembley at stake. And, you know, if rumour has it, there's 20-odd players affected within the club from, from the junior ranks right up to the senior ranks. So it's all... Um, a lot of it, people, I've seen threads about it being mind games and there's no one that ill, and he used that to put out that sort of excuse to put out a slightly weakened team... doogie that is at the weekend I don't know whether that's true it's all um well all will be revealed on Tuesday but until then there's nothing uh there's nothing concrete is there
2: no no absolutely it's it's a bit of a a mystery at the moment I mean if you I I saw a comment today that um is one who could have could have trained this week they've kept him away um so if you judging by that the fact that he could have trained you'd imagine it's probably that norovirus the winter vomiting bug because either of you had that (laughs)
3: Or uh, no, thankfully, no, mm. 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 not this yet. I was hoping not to get a, can you, can a, a,
2: a
4: get, a in it in o- o- get it over the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a
2: it's a computer virus. Well done. Let's do that joke already. Oh my god. Uh, let's get it out of the way with him. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, um so yeah, I'm sure we'll touch on that a bit more in in, in the future. But we're going to start you off with uh with a we'll go all the way back to what I think was the 19th of December. Sure. Where uh where you would have seen this one on TV, I guess, Aaron.
3: Oh, I did. Do. It was game. fantastic.
2: Now, they have, yeah, Palace won Birmingham nil, and, um, well, obviously, the, the winner was from KG. Uh, it was a header in the second half. Um, I think we, um, from from memory, well, again, like I say, we're well, going to a huge amount of detail, but from memory, it was a, a pretty even game in the first half. Birmingham maybe maybe shading it a little in terms of creation of chances and, and p- quality of play. But um, I think the second half, we, we surprised a few people, including myself, and, and, and really played well. And, and actually, deserve the win in the end. And for me the sort of the standout thing was it, it was Jedinak had that long range shot in the first half and That was a peach. Sort of it kind of from that moment he's he's pretty much he seems to have grown in
3: into the kind of player we were imagining he would be really. Um, it's, what we need. it's what we need in the midfield now, isn't it? That kind of player of a bit more you know, he's finally got the confidence to go out and do what he can actually do. And that's right, Aaron I think I think he's definitely settled into
2: uh, the sort of the, the way we play now um mm. mark you you you, and myself have, have talked before about jedanak and how we've been you know disappointed in some ways but we you know worrying about what, what, whether we can see what dougie was talking about when he signed him have you are you well going back to the birmingham game don't know how much you recall of that yourself but um was he one that stood yeah. out for you
4: uh he did have a good game probably one of his best in a palace uh, if not his best um I just think that uh, they struggle to work out the best combination in midfield, Mm -hmm. and I think you know with David Wright um, being injured of late, they sort of they're chopping and changing all the time, and I I don't really know myself any more than anyone else from one week to the other who's going to be playing in midfield, and is and they and they tend to be all very defensive our midfield players. <clears throat> and, yeah, I think uh, so. and it's it's which combination suits best, you know you can't play sort of, they, people say you can't play Garvin and Ambrose but they both played in the last home game together which was quite unusual and although we lost to Leicester I thought it was quite a good performance uh, yeah. but somewhere you have to fit in a defensive midfield player but we need some creativity, obviously anyone who's watched Palace this season knows that we are lacking a little bit of creativity in midfield and um and although Jednak and Co are good at what they do, defensive wise, they don't create enough chances. And uh, as has been discussed at length most mm. of the mm. season, and on the message boards, uh, we have just missing that 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 um, that creative midfield. Although start. although yeah, I mean Garvin had a good game against Leicester. Um, mm. I wasn't at Derby, yeah. but I I've read about it, and from what I've read. He wasn't particularly good. and But I don't well, know again. Well, what, you no, know, well, it's all about who he's playing with and what sort of role he's been given and so forth. So it, it's, you know, the Jednak situation, I, I think they all seem to sort of uh, drift in and out of games. And they, one week they'll have a good game, then they'll have a bad game. But they seem to be playing with different, you know, central midfield partners or defensive midfield partners um, every week. So it must be hard. For them to gel But you know That's Yeah Dewey's Decision you know
2: Yeah I think again Like I say you, Like you indicated we, We've talked about That midfield situation In terms of what The com- best combination is And people want to see You keep talking about four four two And all that sort of stuff I do think with the the Squad we have it is Having the three midfielders In there Is is in the centre mm. It is the best way forward But um I don't know. I mean, we've talked again about how David Wright has has been probably the standout midfiel- defensive midfielder. Um, and but since he's been out, we've we've had to look at these options, like you say. And we will we will get onto Owen Garvin in, in a bit. And again, I think someone was saying it on the boards today, though, that he he is the one player that you would class as different out of all of our our central midfielders. Certainly, all of our available central midfielders. Um, yeah. But but he said, and again, yeah, he had, he had something that the others don't, which is the ability to put his foot on the ball and play a pass. But, you know, then I mean,
4: he, he did have a cracking game uh, against Leicester, but um, he was poor, wasn't he, yesterday? Yeah, yeah. well, but, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah.
2: I, I'm, not, I'm not... I'm again. Thing, I'm
4: not, yeah, I'm not, not going to get in a staggy match about yeah. um, Owen Garvin, but the thing that I just yeah. wanted to point out about the uh, Birmingham game was the influence that Darren Ambrose had. And I, I know... He gets criticised for his work rate and not tackling or tracking back mm-hmm. or so forth. But he, to me, in my opinion anyway, for what it's worth, he is the only real quality player in terms of delivering a ball and and from a set piece. And although he's a luxury player, I think he's one to have. I think he's got to play now. I think he's he started to show some of the form before he got that well, well. injury that was just... going on and on, which must be a year ago now. And And I think you've got to play the midfield, you've got to play a midfield and you've got to keep him involved. However, whatever is the best way of doing that, whether it means that both Wilf and Sean, only one of them plays and Darren plays on the other side, or whether you play Darren behind the forward or mm. in the centre of midfield I don't know but I think you've got there's got to be a place for him because he's the only one who can deliver a decent ball and reads the game as well and I, I don't think I think he does put in quite a lot of effort during the games and um he's you know, more on the ball player
3: of than off
2: the ball mm. well look, what I was going to say on to that Mark I mean I know you, you spoke to Darren after a couple of games earlier on in the season mm. or the end of last season maybe and he was talking about how that that the injury had held him back, and it, and you know, and it nev- never quite settled for him. And and I think Dougie's kind of alluded to that in his in his interviews, where he's, he's talked about having a fit Ambrose is a you know massive plus point for us. And in terms of form, he has picked up, and not, and again, as I mean, you were saying, uh, Aaron, you know, off the ball and on the ball, it's in both areas really. He has mm. picked up of, of late. Um, he doesn't seem to be one who's going to play. Every game, he doesn't seem to be one. If Dougie plays him on a Saturday, he won't play him on the Tuesday. That's that's what my observation of what we've been doing so far. Yeah. But but absolutely, if you all the best work we've done recently uh, has come from you know his boot, really, I'd say. I and mean, he he
4: crossed yeah. for Dicker Choi, didn't he? Uh, he did, for the yeah. The Birmingham just, game, yeah, exactly. He, he, the, his performance at, at Old Trafford was outstanding, and uh, I just think when you watch him now, he looks. Like he looks injury free, you know the way you know he runs, uh, you know he doesn't seem to run with any like as if he's carrying or he's half fit. He's carrying yeah. injury and he and he looks fit and he looks up for it. And yeah. to me, he he should be starting every game, home or away. I just mm-hmm. think he is just
2: quality. Well, we'll talk about him a little bit more in the middle game because I want to talk about I wanted to yeah. talk about him there because um, well I'll, I'll tell I'll, I'll say why when we get there. But let's let's move on from Birmingham. Obviously, which is a great win. Everyone was pretty happy with that. Uh, the only sort of other observation I'd make is KG did score the winner, but of uh, the midfielders, he was probably the weakest on the day. But, you know, he did, he did, he did his, yeah, great header. And he did his, he, did his his, oh, he, he said, he said um, after the game, that Dougie had been working the midfielders on getting forward and providing another option, and he did exactly that. So, you know, without without him doing that, we wouldn't have got the three points. Um, but we we definitely deserved them, and it was a very positive way to to move forward. And you know, I think a lot of people had that down as a as a defeat for us, um, or, or you know, at least a draw maybe. So it was a it was a good little boost at, at that point pre Christmas. Um, and then, obviously, Boxing Day, we went to to Southampton to the league leaders, and at that point in time, uh, they hadn't lost at home in in 2011, which they then managed to lose that record on <laughs> New Year's Eve to the city. The last possible moment, they couldn't do Never. it. Never, yeah, can do it a week before, but no, it was it was. Um, I mean, I, I went I went down there for that one, uh, um, which was fun because there was no real. You know, I remember quite a lot of the game for a change as well because I had to drive because there was no no transport down there, so I wasn't drunk. But um, I mean, that was uh, that was a real lesson for us. Um, I've got a couple of thoughts, and uh, I'm sorry, I don't can't remember, Mark, if you went to that one, did you? Uh, Southampton, no, yeah, no, I didn't. no, you didn't, and you okay. Well, if I if I give you some thoughts, and then you can uh, probably uh, mm-hmm. ask a few questions of me, but. Uh, it was a weak showing from us down, down there at St Mary's, you know, so it's a nice new ground in some ways, and it's got a bit of atmosphere there, but, you know, they sold out the home end, I think. We had a lot of people, um, you know, we, we took a fair few, like, even considering the difficulties of getting down there, so it was all set up for, uh, you know, for us to show how good, we you know, we've become and how much we are challenging at the right end of the table, and on, on that side, it was disappointment. It was, it was very weak, and, and I think we gave them far too much respect, and And anyone will tell you who was there that the, what was frustrating about it because you can accept losing to the league leaders, you can accept a team being better than you but it didn't really feel like that it felt felt like they had one tactic, and it was to have you know one of the big front men usually lambert drop drop to onto one of the full backs um ramage had a nightmare at left back and and again you know the usually um reliable Klein at right back um you know didn't really stop a lot down his side either, and it was it's one of those where we did never got close to to a winger, so all, they were able to play um, either from defence or from the centre of midfield. They were able to play a long diagonal ball, and, and when you go back and even if you just look at the highlights on on Palace player, when you go back and have a look at that, the, the goals we conceded were exactly the same. The two goals were the, near enough identical. They could have, you know, you can swap them over. No one picked up uh, Guy De Prado in the middle. And no one closed down the cross and stopped it coming in, and you know twice that happened, and we go away with 2 0 defeat. It's um,
3: our defence that's normally pretty solid it was open up completely.
2: Yeah, I mean, but you, you got to remember this guy—the guy—stand pretty much on the penalty spot. He's unmarked. You can't have that. You really cannot. Uh, and I don't—I don't know what happened there. I, mean, I think, like I say, I think people were—we stood off too much, but we didn't respond, and that was a disappointing thing. We didn't really respond. We've seen in in games since then how. How much we're we're a team that can respond to adversity, and we're a team that that you know would we'll, would we'll learn lessons during games. But yeah. for whatever
3: reason that that didn't happen, <clears throat> it's a shame. I honestly thought we would have a chance because you know, it's slightly superstitious. If there's going to be a club who's going to beat a team with a great home record like that, it's going to be Palace. You know, we did it against Brighton, although it yeah. wasn't that long. But just for them to go there, we could have put up a fight. But it just seems to be sort of just knelt down and say okay you know you're the league leaders but that's the benchmark you know Southampton one of the best playing teams and if you can keep pace with them then you're on the right track but unfortunately for some reason we just didn't go out there with the, the gut and just say okay we're going to give this a go yeah I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't criticize
2: uh, any of the the attitude that we had I don't think I don't think it's one of those that we thought that the guys weren't up for it I just think we we didn't have enough about us Mm. Um, on the day but um, I, I've just noticed actually that uh, the Nick's giving us something that's going on in the chat room there from Serial Thrilling it says the poor atmosphere was the worst part of the Southampton game um, and he's absolutely bang on there, obviously I said earlier we took a fair few um, there was some weird sort of um, again yeah, Nick's just added to it a, there was a weird issue regarding seating and I got involved in that conversation on the homestead basically anyone who, who travels regularly away will know that although not every game is unreserved seating we rarely sell out and people have a tendency to go where they want and the reason people do that it's kind of something that everyone agreed amongst themselves kind of well there's no there was no conscious effort to do that if you know what i mean but yeah you you can't go when you buy an away ticket you can't go to the the club and say i want an away ticket in that row and that seat it doesn't happen that way you say i want an away ticket and you get given a ticket that's next on the pile so what you have is you have a situation where there's people who want to jump around and sing and stand or game you know and there's people who don't want to or can't get involved in that sort of thing
3: it's and not I, I, kind of I just
2: think yeah exactly it's not what they want to do and i think what happened at southampton is there was a lot of people who hadn't who hadn't been to games or had been to away games in a while i, I had a, a couple well my my brother-in-law came to the to game with me and he hadn't been to an away game in a long long time um and you know he was quite surprised just to to not go to his seat and to sort of wander up the back and join in with all the singing. but basically what happened is too many people didn't realize what was going on with that. And you had, you know, it works both ways. You, you had people of, of, you know, there's plenty of people who you wouldn't expect want to get involved in all the singing and jumping around that do. So it's not really a, a case of categorizing people in that way. But what it is, is it's usually there may be a handful of people who insist on sitting in their seat and, you know, where, yeah. no matter where it is. Other than that, usually most people understand that they're with a bunch of fellow fans who all want the same thing and all want to enjoy themselves and enjoy the day, and it's never an issue. There's always space for someone to sit somewhere or stand somewhere. It's never usually that big a problem. And again, stewarding, good stewarding helps. Where you you have, you know, they they let maybe a couple of people to a seat up the back just to accept it's going to happen and not cause an issue. No, I, I mean don't. That, I that's I all don't. there really is to it. And and it was yes.
3: it. Yeah, sorry, Aaron. Go on. No, I had that once, I think it was the crawley game, I think it was, during the um League Cup. So I just came back, someone was in my seat, I just thought, oh well, you know, there's plenty of there's plenty more around. It's, it's not really much yeah. of a big deal to be honest. But some people Are just pe- think it's a bit you know, people, annoying.
2: People do get attached to a seat. I mean certainly if someone's yeah. in my season ticket seat, I'd probably ask them first, <laughs> you know. But um yeah. but you know, when you get you get attached when you've been sitting there a long time, but when you're going to an away ground, it's, it's, and, you it's, know if you if you're massively inconvenienced there's you know and you, you just talk to each other it's never a problem so i yeah it was one of those and as as serial said that that was one element of it, and that's you know that was that i wouldn't say that was responsible for the for the poor atmosphere I think it was just a lot of things again, the type of people that went weren't the type of people generally who went to the games regularly and maybe
3: just wanted a nice day out on boxing day well, it seems to be unfortunate it's sort of a a clash really you've got the people who travel away all the time like yourself who get joined in and just the people who just want to go there and watch the football almost a personality clash in a way yeah.
2: and uh, Nick's let me know that uh, another listener Colin um, said he was sat with the Southampton fans and they had the exact same thing they said it was different <laughs> different support and it was strangely quiet there and so I think it's just yeah, the combination of the day and you know, the types of fans it's probably just one of those situations but I would agree with what Serial Thriller says it, that was the most disappointing part you know, we always talk, certainly the, the away fans, we always say to uh, to opposing supporters, the one thing that you won't do is out seeing us. And, you know, you will be impressed by our, our travelling support. And anyone who said that for Boxing Day would have been slightly embarrassed. Um, OK, yeah. look, we want to move on from the Southampton game, not just because it was a defeat and, and a disappointment, but because we've probably been distracted a little bit longer than I'd anticipated there. <laughs> We're running four minutes over, lads. We've got to pick up the pace, time management. Did you, did you hear how I nearly swore there as well? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what we do get to do now is talk about uh, a little visit to to some uh, New Year's Eve to um. What mill was it? <laughs> somewhere in <laughs> it was south South Bermondsey somewhere I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It's not not too uh, far down the road. No, no. It was a glorious first win there in something like sixteen years or something like that. Palace one, Millwall mill. nil. Oh, what a day! What a day that was. <laughs> now, I um on that subject. Now, Mark, Mark, you did see me that day, didn't you? Yep. Um, I yep. may. I have to say, I honestly, I may have had a little too much to drink, so smashed oh, that, yeah, I smashed out your. Yeah, it's not like Chris, is it? <laughs> no. So what I will do is bow is, is yeah. to your yeah, superior yeah. knowledge on this game. Um, I'll, I'll start us off and say, obviously, the shock shock of the day was getting to the ground and finding out Speroni was out and Fitzsimmons was on the bench. Uh, with Price starting, no one had re- any real clue until uh, the reports came out after the game that it was a virus. There was some confusion of whether it was, you know, he had some, something serious that would keep him out for months on end. There was all sorts of panic and, excuse me, rumours going on. A little burper. <clears throat> <laughs> That's what happened. Um, so that was, that was the big sort of surprise. But, you know, from what I recall, the, the blue shapes were pretty poor and the yellow shapes were, <laughs> were impressive. Uh, Mark? Indeed, it was uh, it a great uh, occasion in
4: terms of it had been a long time coming, uh, but we fully deserved it, we dominated the first half, got the vital goal, it was a good goal as well, uh, which Jermaine Easter finished well, and um second half was kind of a bit back to the wall stuff really, mm. but the defence was pretty solid, but it, it's it was the kind of performance that we've seen a lot this season where... We take the lead, and then we don't really go for the juggler. And yeah, we we didn't ever really look like we were going to get a second. And the same light, we were defending pretty solidly, and they didn't really. They had a couple of chances, but if they'd had a decent striker, they probably would have got a point at the game. Yeah. But they they were yeah. they were pretty poor on the whole, and uh, and we just uh, shut up shop, and we didn't even venture really into their half in the second half. It was mm-hmm. pretty much. Uh, it was pretty negative, but you know the result was uh, was the right one as far as you know, Palace fans go. And um, you know it was sort of onwards and upwards. I have to say yeah. there was some great, there were some great individual performances in that game particularly, and especially as the lineup was, well, it was rather unexpected. Um, but uh, I think Murray was dropped for the game. So mm. I mean, I wouldn't, I, c- I couldn't say that he was dropped. He, he might have been.
2: Seemed that way, didn't uh, injured,
4: it? Yeah. But he was on the bench, so I presume he was fit enough. But he went um uh with Easter and Chris Martin and, you know, uh it worked. But Nathaniel Klein and Johnny Parr were absolutely excellent. Yeah. And uh both the centre halves, McCarthy and Gardner were rock solid and they won everything in the air. And um uh Easter was was sort of a revelation, particularly in the first half. He was he was uh Superb, but um, it, pretty much everyone had a good game. I, yeah. I thought Wilf looked a little bit disinterested, and this left back I don't know whether it was Craig or not, I couldn't remember. He was, yeah, out. I think it was. He seemed to have, have done his homework, and Wilf, he, he, you know what he's like he, if he doesn't sort of see much of the ball, or he drifts out of the game, or he's not getting the better of his man, he tends to sort of well, I think he seems to lose a bit of interest, but...
2: It, it, yeah, uh, I suppose he gets quite a as well,
4: He gets he? The thing is, he gets forward quite a bit, and even if whatever tricks he's trying to, you know, uh, perform or, you know, in, to beat his man or whatever, it mm. does. he does always attract more than one defender, so that does create space elsewhere on the park, particularly for Klein so he, he although he didn't actually do anything particularly spectacular just the fact that he was a threat and they were sort of double banking like most most teams do when when wils playing did did free up a bit of space behind him but um yeah uh, that's the way i looked at it i mean price had a pretty good game he, yeah. he sort of organized the defense well in front of him his handling was pretty safe and um he had one good he made one good save in the second half of his legs
2: and uh uh, the ref was I, um, wo- that was my only other comment. Yeah, and see, I I, I I remember you saying that on the on the message boards that the ref was woeful and, and I had um, a couple of people with me said that they thought the ref was excellent. Uh, again, I wouldn't rely on my yeah. own recollection. What I can recall is I, mean, I did sober up in the second half to be completely honest. But what I, what I can recall is he did try and let the game flow. But sometimes, and I probably probably benefited in the end. But sometimes I felt that he let a few things go that really needed to be punished. And, and in a lot of ways, it it made the game a little bit scrappy in the second half but yeah, again, i think
4: from- doogie alluded to it he, th- he thought it was ref quite well i think I th- i'm sure he said something like that in terms of it flowed but there were but, but the wall were just pulling our players all over the park you know and on the floor and, and you know and he was just giving nothing it was just it was just incredible i mean some of the decisions were just abysmal but then having watched a game this afternoon with <laughs> a certain Mr. Red-Shirted Foy. Um, <laughs> yeah. nothing, nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah, but, but, um, um, see, if anyone saw yeah, that, it was...
2: Yeah,
3: never, absolute never, never, never.
2: shocker. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not going to get worried about that.
3: Well, a couple yeah, of issues Man
4: of the Match, to me, was, was par anyway. That was okay, uh, the sort of... A couple,
2: a couple of things on it I wanted to talk about. I and mean, what One is is Darren Ambrose, and I'll come to that in a second. And, and But the, the second one, I suppose... I mean, like you said, they had plenty of chances to get back in the game, but they I thought Millwall, as a as a team, looked a poor team. I've seen us beat teams like um, when we beat Forest. They looked mm. like a team devoid of confidence, but they didn't look like a bad team, if you know what I mean. Whereas Millwall looked like an awful, awful team. And, I, I you know, I do take a lot of joy in saying that. But, um... But... <laughs> I don't know, well, bit, when, you, when I, you look
4: back 12 months, it's amazing the change, you know.
2: Yeah, yes, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to get to. Thanks, Mark. No, it, yeah, it is. It's an it's an incredible change, ch- turnaround from from them looking like um, well beaters and us looking like relegation certainties to to them looking like an absolutely awful team, potentially relegation fodder, uh, you know, and us and us not really being at our best by any stretch of the imagination and and winning. Well, it was, it was a one nil thrashing in my view, but we're again, getting I'm the like, job done. I might, <laughs> my memory might be tainted, but uh, that's how I saw it. But um, they, as, as again, there's a few things to talk about. There was the their crowd had a big, probably the, I don't know if it was their biggest crowd of the year, probably that or maybe that was West Ham. But you know, we took plenty. Um, we well, we sold out what we were allowed anyway. Um, you know, they took a load, but they. We talk about subdued atmospheres. Yeah, that was it was bizarre. It was a really really strange environment to be in. They actually, and I'm not making this up. They actually sang the song sit down and behave yourselves <laughs> to us go cool. they should sit. be singing it to themselves it's the wording that got me that that's not even a football chant is it Sit sit, no. sit down shut up sit down and sit, behave sit yourself and shut up I, mean, I, I don't know what to say about that but certainly certainly our friends from south bermondsey i think are living off reputation um yeah, they're certainly I've not. Once, they're, they're not what they once were <laughs> on the pitch, for a start. And I think, I think no. it, in terms of the, they didn't really give us. A, we, we just didn't feel that hostile. You know, you've got a lot of idiots there. And again, I'm not one. Was even vaguely interested in, you know, that that you know the violent side of the game. It doesn't appeal to me in any way, shape, or form. But, but again, but I did expect some, you know, a hostile, intimidating atmosphere, and we didn't get it. And that's usually something that's that's part a feature of that game. It's, cool. it's very, very strange, soft. I just think that they're again. I suppose to be completely fair to them, if I had to watch that team every week, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd probably lose lose Will the world, lose Will the world. The liver, well. the Preston and down. Oh, no, poor, but, poor but they, were, they were well beaten. Um, okay, and, and I'll, to sort of where I want to leave it, really, as I thought. I mean, Paul was excellent, and, and and Klein was excellent, as Mark said. But to me, I thought Ambrose was man of the match, and, and again, probably because I was drunk <laughs> and I got a little bit carried <laughs> You've seen away. double. But but I just thought it was. It's the first time I've seen him in a long, long time be, you know, sharp, um, you know, being able to turn quickly, being able to, to, to chase back and run. And, you know, and not just be in one location where well, we've picked, seen him before, you know, recently he's been if he's been played out wide on the left. That's where you'd see him. But in in his, you know, in his best spell with us when he was scoring all those goals, he might have started out on the left, but he'd be everywhere in, you know, yeah. in that final third. You know, he'd pop up on the right, he'd pop up in the centre. Just play a free role, and that's the first time I've seen him look like he was doing that. And he was linking a lot of things. He was—he just looked dangerous. And it was we need to, to utilise that. We really yeah. do. Yeah, He's a, yeah.
3: him as a free role. He's absolutely fantastic, drifting across the box, coming in, having shots, playing forward through. That's the kind of thing we need. And you know, of course, you can score the odd goals, which we are slightly lacking a bit, I'll admit, yeah. but. That is a real sort of thing we need at the moment. It, it is, and and to me, if
2: you look at the the team we are now, if you added Darren Ambrose from when he scored, you know, yeah. when he got the season, if you add that player to the squad we have now, absolutely immense, it, it would. We'll be, we'll certainly be up challenging at the right end of the table, and um, you know, without any difficulty, really. So, mm. um, the, I mean, yeah.
4: ultimately, he supplied the pass for Issa's goal, and as I was alluded to at the beginning of the show, you know. He's just, he has that, that edge about him, that qual that little bit of quality that, that that I don't I don't see how we can, you know, start a game without him, but <clears throat> he obviously he's used sparingly by Doogie for whatever reason.
2: But uh uh I, think, I, just, uh, I think it's quality. Yeah, just gonna pick up from the, the chat room which incidentally is ww.holradio dot net forward slash chat. Really? it right twice got in it one chat. Right? Oh yeah. Um uh, other contact details while I'm doing it, I suppose you can email us. It's radio at homesdale.net. Um, we've got we've got a couple of things things to get to at some point, I think. Um, and also Facebook, Facebook dot com forward slash whole radio. I'm not even looking at this. I'm trying to remember it. Uh, twitter, Twitter is twitter dot com forward slash whole radio. Include at whole radio with your message. Does anyone
4: have any thoughts about um, um, Lions well, post match tweet?
2: I I do I do yeah because I get to that in a second. I was just going to say that um, jo- Jordan in the chat room says that Scannell is wasted on the wing, and Serial thinks he's lost his way recently. No, I think I agree. Uh, yeah. It's a bit. I he's not. Back, well. He was. He was very. He started the season like a man possessed. Um, but he has. Yeah. If we're honest, I think he's definitely slipped back now. Whether that's through being in and out of the team, through the injury picked up at Old Trafford. I think, I mean, he absolutely peaked this season uh, up at Ipswich when him and Zahar gave Ipswich all sorts of nightmares. Uh, the defence are probably still struggling um, to, to cope with the memories of that right now. So, um,
3: Aaron Saw, so you want to say something on that? Yeah, uh, just am I not Ryan right saying at the beginning of the season when he scored his four or five goals, was he not playing up front alongside Murray? Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, he I was, and now
3: he's been played on the wing. So sort of, that's where he sort of faded away he's a bit of a waste out there
2: really i I think that it's that performance (laughs) up at ipswich in some ways that actually pushed us pushed dougie into doing that because he played out wide that day and although he'd been doing a great job up front and i think everyone at the start of the season just assumed that it would be scandal's year alongside murray and the two of them would get yeah that's what i thought it's kind of everyone that's look that's where it looked like it was heading but I, i don't i don't know the reasons behind it i don't know what's happened there but but he doesn't have the same urgency that he did have. He's not Will. He doesn't look Rupert like he can beat
4: a man anymore, does he? he That's exactly it,
2: Mark. Yeah, it's the confidence. No, he hasn't got the confidence to even just to push and run. You know that was his. No. He's not one like Wilf to to sort of dazzle with a bit of skill, although he has got some considerable uh, technical skill. There was a yeah. back hit in the match not too long ago that was just sensational. But mm. um, but he, yeah, I mean he he he's usually one who would just use that pace, just knock it round and and run a run a defender, but whatever reason it's not happened recently but um yeah let's go back to uh to Klein's tweet then mark i just
4: uh i i i found it amusing shall i say but i don't know whether um it was appropriate you know, <laughs> shall we say. but uh yeah, yeah. But yeah. the, the, the only thing um that sort of crossed my mind and i think it was mentioned on the message boards was it sort of it was quite a sort of passionate um tweet, shall we say, we mm. won't go into the expletives of it, uh, basically, he was obviously very happy to have beaten Millwall for uh, mm. whatever reason, but uh, other than just three points, and uh, I don't know, it made me think, maybe he really does love Palace and he wants to stay, you know, it did cross my mind, but, uh, you know, that is obviously uh, debatable, but there was just yeah, I mean, some, something about the, the timing <laughs> and the sort of, you know... Uh, the nature of the tweet and, and yeah. the wording of
2: it that, that well if anyone really if anyone stuff. if anyone missed it the the tweet was relating to the song we were singing to Millwall um you know during the game and, but especially loudly at the end it's the South London is ours tweet and it was South London is ours South London is ours do something uh, else Millwall South London is ours oh. yeah do you see how I edited that? There? But. That was- um, Yeah, it was actually something off Millwall. It was, yeah. Now, what (laughs) what I think I think what he actually meant. Oh, say say hello to Ryan the Eagle. First time chat roomer. Hi Ryan, good stuff. Uh, Don't do any of the things that Nick asks you
3: to do.
0: And
2: Now I don't know if we're back on air yet. I'm here. Yeah, I mean we're all back in the call. Cool. If anyone can hear us, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, apparently we're on still. So good stuff. Yeah, sorry about that, everyone. Um, <clears throat> I hope I hope you know you've uh, you've stayed with us. Um, it's a bit it's a bit distracting to be honest with you. Um,
3: back on air, lads. We are. We- wrong there again
2: okay right cool um, <laughs> that was plow on horrendous absolutely horrendous it's I an absolute bombshell stop. I mean it wasn't even me who did it Um, our, our emergency message kicked on kicked in fantastic I recorded that about eight months ago I had no idea it was still there oh, okay. Ooh, cool all right uh, where were we
3: Crack Did it go Now I was in mid—I
2: was in mid rant about something, wasn't I? Wasn't I? Yeah, Anyone I think know? i yeah, i gone. Mm, yeah. So we'll be able to listen back and find out where we were, but yeah. So we were—we were talking about Millwall, and I think I was just making a point about Ambrose, and then something else happened when we were talking about the um, the um. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the atmosphere. It
2: was, the, the atmosphere. It, was, it was no, it was the atmosphere. Then there was the chat room comment, wasn't there? Yes, about, it was. About what was the chat room comment about? It was uh, Ryan the Eagles' first time in a chat room. It was his first time in the chat room. Then I told him not to get a mal- Ah, Twitter. Thanks, Nick. Oh yeah. Oh, so anyway, favorite. what I was saying was that I think Nathaniel Klein um, was just was actually just quoting. He used LOL at the end of the quote uh, to indicate he was laughing out loud. Mark, that was as you was. do. Yeah. Hi there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> what he was doing. <laughs> what he, I think what he was doing was just quoting the fact that we said that, uh, and he found it was found it funny. I don't think he was saying it himself. But then it all kicked on to to yeah. various bits and pieces, which was pretty amusing. Um, uh, apparently, no, I have got nice that- to see it thank ad boy was him what remembered what remembered thank you ad boy for helping us out there uh, in in what we were talking about at least someone was listening carefully none of you idiots were no by that I mean Aaron and Mark I'm not calling the listeners idiots at least not right, Right. then Uh, you know Chuck,
3: chuck it at us you know
2: yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah. I think uh, whatever the case, though. I don't. Again, you might argue it was unprofessional, and certainly Alan Dunn of Millwall uh, did. He wasn't <laughs> happy, was he? <laughs> no, he, was he wasn't happy. even playing, was he? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> uh, even if he was, he wasn't. If you know what I mean. But uh, I, I, yeah, I think. I, I don't think people should read too much into it in terms of. I mean, Klein is is a Palace lad, and he, you know, he obviously has an affection for the club. But I think I think he's decided it, it's time for him to move on. Uh, and and for whatever for whatever reason, who knows if we if we get in the playoffs, get promoted or whatever, um, you know maybe he will hang around. If there's a, ma- a big I offer, I think
3: it's worth him staying to
2: the well, end it, of the season. See it how it things ta- pan out. It's going to take a big offer. Tell the owners uh, in, the, in the next in the yeah. next month to to remove him because I think I think there's a belief in the club that we'll get a, a certain value, whatever that value is. I don't know a certain value At a tribunal at the end of the season when he you know when he moves on there for a free. Hmm. So unless that. Unless and then you've got to think what would it be worth for us to lose him? And I think there's a there's a stat that I think we concede point six of a goal per game on average with him in the nice. team, and just over one with him out inside of the team. So I think when you look at that, excuse me, over the course of a season, well the remainder of the season,
3: it's got to be a, a pretty good offer for us to accept losing that. Right, well, I think if you if you look at it, if yeah. I just mm. you got the rumours of Victor Moses moving on from Wigan. So I'm not Ryan saying actually, I think I am. That we get um, what's the word? It's a sell-on clause, there. Sell-on clause. There you go. They get the money from that. Mm. So that might be able to cover for Klein not leaving in January. Yeah, hopefully, so we, we, we can have... keep him to the summer and see how things go. Yeah, we've had this cut run as well. Um, obviously we've we exactly. let we've let West Wodringham
2: go. Um, oh. which, uh, which well, it's just sad because we can't play it's West sad. Fodderingham anymore because they aren't no. Swind- Swindon every week. But <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a real letdown. Um, but uh. Yeah, yeah. Um, all I would, yeah, all I would really say, sort of, on on that side of things, is we, we financially we know we make a loss, but the, but there is a budget there, and I just don't mm. think I don't think the loss of Klein on the sort of money people want to pay for someone with six months left on their contract, I don't think mm. that situation is going to resolve easily. I just think I can see him being a, at the end of the season. Put it that way, but yeah. you know, maybe, maybe someone someone in the division above. Will think you know we're we're in danger of going down here. We've got to take a gamble on, on shoring up the defence. You know, maybe that maybe that offer comes in, but
3: I wouldn't like that to happen to Klein though. I wouldn't like him to go to a team like that because if if they do get relegated, he would end up where he was. The poor guy. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, you can you've got to imagine that the, the, the sense, I think what he would be, he seems to be aiming for is to give himself the biggest you know the pick of of a mid mid table teams. Yeah, and it'd be stupid yeah. not to. And again, there was talk. <laughs> there was talk. I've just seen the uh, the message from Palace Radio. I love a siren and announcement. I think we need to make one for Palace Radio. I hope you're back soon. Oh yes, you are. Good stuff. <laughs> Cheers for that, <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad our technical. Oh yeah. Have, have you heard any? Sorry, a, a bit of a digression, Aaron and Mark. But have I? Have you heard our technical siren? No, we actually.
3: Hear
2: it now? Are we? No, but I'm just. Yes. I, oh. We'll have we'll have we'll have a listen later on when we're off air. But um, it may insult you, Mark. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. No, no i'm looking forward there, to it then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um <clears throat> excuse me well look we've, we've talked mill well I'd, I'd like to talk more about mill if i could but i think uh with the with the outage we probably can't uh justify it but needless to say it was a it was really nice feeling to to make that train journey home and you know and to go out for the remainder of new year i went out in um back in uh, uh what's it called don and heath i went out for a while there oh did it out uh, did you yeah yeah just one word one gate. word for Millwall, though yeah.
3: losers losers exactly
2: yeah. i caned it after that i really
3: yeah, did. yeah. That, was, <laughs> that
2: made my that made my new year's eve yeah i spent an absolute fortune but it was worth it it's just absolutely worth it and you know there was a you know a few milk fans about but they kept themselves pretty quiet as well so it was just yeah. a beautiful thing to do at that time of year what you know what a, and it was a great performance that was the other you know not one of our best but it was just all heart all blood and guts defended brilliantly in that second half when they came at us you know a, little, a lot of few people got a bit frustrated saying we're sitting back again but you know if you remember how we did that we did that against Man United and just sort of it's the result that counts it's, yeah that's it I'd rather walk away uh, with with a 1-0 win and, and concede when we for being needlessly uh, attacking so I think we did well I think we did really well and, and you know good stuff but then it was a shame to to go back home um, and and you know we've got a very good record at home and to lose to Leicester in the manner that we did was was disappointing and I think for me that it kind of opens up the debate about playing style quite nicely because it's probably some of the best football we've played this season certainly at home mm. uh, lots of players had some, some really really good games and we were pretty attacking and pretty you know direct um but we we ended up losing the game, and it's two. We were undone. It was two individual mistakes. You know, whether you believe Lewis Price had the sun in his eyes or not, it was a poor kick. Um, mm. And then we then we just lost a player at a set piece, and we're two 0 down. And at, at that point, I'd, I'm pretty sure many people in the crowd, like myself, just felt pretty. Uh, you know, it was, it was like bit, You know, yeah, like a bit of a kick to the stomach. Like it's the first time I've seen us look. You know, completely out of a game. Yeah. Uh, it was very, very disappointing. Um, and then, you know, Johnny Parr comes and scores what was a great goal. And for the rest of that game, it was the only team that looked like scoring was us. And it was it was some really good football. And I think a lot of people left feeling weirdly happy. It's <laughs> <So, laughs> Quite <laughs> really a strange happy. situation. Um, see, Aaron, you, you didn't see it, so if you, you've got any questions, chip in. But Mark, what was was your view similar to mine? Yeah, it was pretty
4: much. I th- I thought. Um despite losing i left as you sort of mentioned earlier like pleased with the overall performance i thought as you said it was one of our better home performances this season although obviously we didn't get any points from it but i just for you know overall the big picture i thought you know you know the the the, the team that he picked and the way he played and the tactics uh, were were pretty good and as you say it was only a couple of individual errors. I mean, I know prices kick here. Yeah. I think it was Murray in, in the head, but Dan still had a lot to do to put that ball away, and uh, it was a good goal, well taken goal. But um, yeah, the whole yeah, I, I left feeling you know quite buoyed by the performance despite the defeat, and that's not normally how I leave the ground after a defeat. But no, yeah, and no, I was, I was, I thought well, that was not. That, it was, a, it was a good game of football and a nice. Cold but bright sort of January day. Um, a lot happened in the game. And, uh, you know, it was entertaining. And uh, although we lost, I thought, you know, everyone put in a good shift. So, you know, it, it wasn't bad on the whole. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The best bit was, of course, Steve Howard mouthing off to the lino. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the lino, all full credit to him, thinking, that's not on, whatever he said to him telling the ref and him getting a straight red. I thought I should do that more often. Mm. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah so I, I and as you say, the, the, the Pars goal was, was excellent. It's just a shame we couldn't, you know, we came out second half. We we had a couple of chances. It was just, you know, it just, I don't know. It's been a problem all season scoring goals. And when we went 2-0 down, I, I thought, we don't often score two goals in a game. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't too hopeful but just for me it was a great time to score just before half time and I was quite hopeful in the second half that we would get something out of the game. I think a draw would have been a fair result but mm-hmm. <clears throat> it didn't happen. So. Sorry
2: sorry Mark, I just got to jump in here for a sec. I think we're having some issues with people getting through on the phone as a right. result of that um of that uh, little technical problem we had earlier. I, well, I don't know I don't really know what's happened. So apologies there um so if you're trying to ring us yeah probably easier to send us an email uh, i'll pick up on the the sort of bits and pieces i'm getting through nick from the chat room anyway so that's wwwholradionet forward slash chat hey um aaron you wanted to say something to me there didn't you
3: yes i did actually i listened to the leicester game and you should not doubt me chris <laughs> i have my ways of getting info on the game but yeah oh, oh, um
2: oh, 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 hold on hold on oh. hold on Mikey's telling me off, wait, Chris, 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 people can get through, but I'm not paying attention, Chris, Chris, Chris. (laughs) Okay, so what's happened there is if you want to ring and Mikey pays attention, he'll put you through. There you go. He's busy packing. 0208-123-1646. The caravan in Charlton awaits him. (laughs) To be completely fair to him, he's not had to do anything until we lost lost that... um, (laughs) <laughs> that technical thing. I can't promise he'll put you through. He's he's actually packing to move house at the moment, which was why I was handling the buttons. But then things went wrong. It was we knew it would go wrong. You said as much. It's gone wrong. Oh oh, I hear someone. Hello. There's someone trying to get through. Yeah yeah. Hello hello hello
5: hello. Oh, hello? Oh hello hello. It's it's real thriller.
2: Hello oh, my agent. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah,
5: am no, no, not too bad. I've got indigestion problems but other than that you know not too bad how
2: are you oh yeah i'm okay yeah, yeah i just surgery. wanted
5: to warn you because i mean it's not <laughs> that I'm just, i might just kind of stop abruptly for no apparent reason
4: um, <laughs> Doctor, so, dr hampling's on hand what is your problem <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. let not just gloves not, and everything whoa 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 don't say latex gloves. To, gloves, gloves to serial thriller. You won't like that. Um, can I ask you a question? It, uh, have you been near any of the Crystal Palace squad with your symptoms?
5: Um, well, no, but I mean, if they if if they're not playing because they've got indigestion, I mean, they've really got a questions question as <laughs> professionals, in my opinion. Fair
2: <laughs> point. I have to say, yeah. What's well, um, No, no,
5: I don't. I, didn't you have just rang up to today. tell you, Eddie.
2: Specific. Um, well, look, I mean, you're, you're, on, you're on air with the famous Mark Ross. You can ask him any question you like.
5: Um, uh, what What pants are you wearing today? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Could it have well, any I'm... chance of it being football related?
5: Mm. Uh, because... Oh, I, I did go to quite a few of the games over the Christmas period. I saw uh, you. Yeah, what? I saw you at Millwall.
2: It was Millwall. Oh, sorrow.
5: One One issue at Millwall for me was. Um, I took a friend along, and I thought it would be quite quite brave of me and kind of re-showing myself as a proper fan if I tried to start a chant.
2: Mm-hmm. And
5: um, uh, I, start, I I don't know if you're aware of the, the song. that I, I don't think it's as, it's as big as it used to be, but it goes jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun is to see the palace run away. And it's usually sung over Christmas if on the rare occasion we're winning away. I started it one line in, Nobody joined in cool. and yeah. I, just got about, I got about I got about fifty been... people in front of me, just looking behind me, kind of like what the <laughs> what the f are you trying to do so, that, so... Was, that was one of the most humbling experiences of my mm. life
2: no, I bet it's never good to see that happen to someone to be honest but oh, no, that I'm, really all, I'm always secretly delighted when I see it to be fair <laughs> um. no it's the first
5: the first time i've ever ever tried even well I think the first time I've ever tried to start a challenge as well
4: so. and the last <laughs> <It> almost certainly <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
2: um, obviously we're talking about the Leicester game so while you're on uh, what do you think of that one
5: um, I actually thought we played very well against Leicester I thought we played some of the best football I've seen us play this season and I thought um, Garvin played very well and actually Jed and I had a very good game Uh I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm still not too keen on Ambrose in the centre. I know a lot of fans think that he should be an attacking midfielder just behind the striker, but, I mean, he came on against Leicester and he was playing in that role, and he just kind of looked... I thought he looked a bit lost. I still mm-hmm. think on the wing is his best position, because, you know, against Birmingham, and certainly against Millwall, he was playing on the wing, and like you were saying earlier, he was cutting inside really effectively. With Cardiff, you know, he he set up the goal. Whereas against Leicester, I think he just didn't have the space that he needs. I mean, he's not a fast player. Um, no,
4: no. Do you think? Um, I think. I mean, I wasn't particularly happy with that substitution because I thought O'Keefe was having a good game, and uh, I think maybe Scannell or Zaha should have been sacrificed for Ambrose. Yeah, and it would have well, been more balanced then. But it, it it kind of the whole balance of the team went out really because I thought O'Keefe was doing a good job in the centre.
5: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really notice O'Keefe a massive deal, and I think he was being played out of position because he was kind of being played as that sort of progressive midfield role, which kind of has been, I think, one of the, um, I think possibly the area in our whole team that really has let us down this season is that role because we've kind of, we've played KG there and we've played O'Keefe, Ambrose, Garvin and but nobody has really kind of nailed nailed their name to it. But, uh mm. I don't know, I think O'Keefe had a quite a good game, but yeah, Zahor and Scannel recently, like I said in the chat room you picked up on. I, I'm not I, I don't think that they're hitting the heights that they did at the start of the
2: season. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. I've got a quick message from you from Nick. He says you're the best match report reporter on whole. Which oh, is very nice. Well,
5: that, that's kind of a hollow compliment because it does mean that I've got way too much time on my hands. As you can probably see by the, the page <laughs> on hold that I take up after every yeah. game.
2: Well, mm. Mm. I used to do that years ago before I, I got bored of myself. So I'm glad that yeah. someone someone else. I'm, sta- is. I'm
5: starting to starting to really doubt well my existence really while I'm doing those. For a while. <laughs>
4: Well, none of us actually. None of us actually go to the games. We just read what you've written, and then we go by what that, and yeah. we just we just report about it. But we've actually been. I just, I just, been find, to I just them.
5: find it amazing that anyone reads it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> most of most of that. Um,
2: you need to talk into the microphone. You've gone really quiet. All right.
5: What most yeah, of the uh, most of the posts on hold are longer than four lines. I kind of zone out after a while so
2: (laughs) that's fair enough Um, well look we're going to move we're going to move on at least at least you put punctuation in don't you (laughs) it's all real help shut up don't you talk over me (laughs) (laughs) what the hell (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Um, he's already moved
5: on to new levels of professionalism hasn't it just
2: yeah halfway through a sentence and he just went steaming in there (laughs) <laughs> I've, even told him, I've even told him. i need to move us on. He's just ignoring me now. <laughs> anyway, look.
5: What's <laughs> well, the uh, your authority uh, down?
2: That's uh, it. That's all. I just use a rave. He's like a head teacher. Oh God. Get the cane <laughs> out, Hambo. Mm, let's not go there. Um, I want to move us on to talk about Derby and, and obviously let you go. But um, you can have the last word on Leicester when we talk. Just want to talk about Neil Dance. Got a good reception. Didn't celebrate our goal, and I've heard that he was and might have even celebrated. Uh, he didn't celebrate his goal, but he might have celebrated ours. I heard, but uh, I don't know whether that actually well, happened or not. But um, well,
5: it was a difference for them. I thought him and their centre back were their best players.
2: So I think that's fair. That's nice and concise, Mark. You can learn a lesson there. Uh, good stuff, <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, take it easy. Yeah, but the think. show would be
4: over in about two minutes if we did it uh, like that.
2: That is true. <laughs> <laughs> got yeah, think. I've got to have a long, hard think about this. Anyway, cheers, buddy. Thanks for your call. See ya. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. 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 All right, well, we're 16 minutes, 17 minutes over over what we should be. So let's really, really quickly talk about Derby, then have a quick chat about the Carling Cup, and then let everyone go. Because otherwise, you know, I mean, like me, they've probably got things to do. Um, Derby uh won't bore you with the details. You guys weren't there, were you? So it would just be me in a quick monologue here, as I like. Um <laughs> loads of players out. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'm that. drifting off. Uh, Load loads of players out. Uh, interesting to see a, a young squad play, um people like De Silva starting. That was you know an interesting one. He got, got substituted, but I thought he yeah, he looks a looks a handy player. And someone who I think could well um you know, feature in the sort of the Williams role um, until Johnny's back in the next few weeks, uh, but certainly, certainly impressed in in many ways with him. Although not his glowing yellow boots, um, but it, overall, we we really did ourselves proud. I have to say, uh, we, you could argue, argue the case went down. Got went a goal down really, really early on, inexperienced team, many of whom had never played together. In you know, and many of whom making, you know, first or very you know one of very few appearances for Palace and and it looked you you couldn't have you couldn't have said that that was the case we you know they looked a championship quality side playing a side who were very very much in form no one disgraced themselves um you know some of the quality was lacking should we say I mean certainly up front um Calvin Calvin worked very hard a lot of people said he had a good game but unfortunately uh certainly I mean, there was one chance we really had oh. it was um was, uh, was 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 summarily really missed in in the Penno area there so yeah no, nothing really disappointing though everyone put some some serious effort in and it's you know it's a shame in many ways to lose that game, but in the circumstances, I'll take that I don't have to pay for more tickets and <laughs> travel to go and watch us on another cup run. I'm happy with the Carling Cup run, so that'll do. Good effort good experience for some young players. um it shows that the sort of the strength at the club that we can we can change that many players and still give a good account of ourselves so a lot to be proud of a lot to be happy about there um and yeah, a nice day out as well. nice stadium um derby fans and stewards seem decent people. you know it wasn't particularly a allowed, a nice
4: museums but, up at derby as well
2: you know. yeah i didn't I didn't pop into any of them <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they just a day out. yeah
4: you go to the yeah. fun fair afterwards as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what
4: sort yeah, of day right, out what, did you have I have a yeah. quick question for you Chris sure. how, what are the, the uh, loan signings Egan and, and B uh, talking how did to they get you, on
2: yeah, yeah, I was talking to Egan Solid I'm not, I'm not. again I'm not sure what he has that some of our younger lads don't have other than perhaps a couple of years more experience Sprinters. Uh, that's what he's got yeah. on the bench <laughs> isn't he at Sunderland for well, he's, I mean, it's he's he's young for a centre back, but when I look at people like Winter and, and Taylor, uh, even and, and even Innis behind behind them, you know, I wonder what what they don't what he has that they don't have. And like I say, the only thing I can come up with is, is cover, it's just cover. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he he did he made a, did a good, had a good account of himself again playing with people he's not played with before. Um, looked pretty solid uh certainly quite aggressive which I quite like in a center back like a, like a little bit of aggression there just you know let people know he's boss even though he's a youngster so yeah yeah positive um a lot of people were very positive about dunbar as well um i i can remember him playing i think at left back and um, a couple of maybe a year season ago maybe two seasons um and having an absolute stormer at selest really really playing brilliantly and he looks he looks a danger going forward and he, he looked decent defensively as well and like i say a couple I speak to a couple of people at um half time including alan and paul who are from home. Are any of you <laughs> sober <laughs> when
4: you had <have> this conversation
2: <laughs> yeah i can't really comment um I, well i would say no well, no not really but i mean a lot, a lot of people were, were very um positive about him as a right back and whether or not i mean he's certainly not featuring at, at doncaster at the moment. And whether or not he's one long term, we might look at as t- to come in and replace Klein if we're not going to look within the within the youth setup. up um, so, I wouldn't know, be for a month. Go, isn't he? On, we're yeah, we're so, only in for a month. But on on, uh, on one one appearance, I'm relatively impressed. I would say. Um, but let's let's yeah let's let's sort of leave that there. Um, just a quick word on this: the first leg of the Carling Cup, really. Um, do you think we're talking about? Uh, a situation where we'll see all the players back, or do you think this virus is is genuine and, and we might struggle to put a team out? Uh Mark, I mean, what, what are your thoughts ahead of it? Well, we have, we
4: did touch on the virus mm. earlier in the uh, mm. show. I think that it is just going to be like Doogie will pick his strongest team, depending on who is fit and. I will assume that if people like Paddy and Gardner and um, yeah, whoever's affected, you know, the, the usual sort of fourteen or so players don't feature, then they are genuinely ill. Uh, I, I, am absolutely sure that he will put out his strongest side yeah. on Tuesday I mean, night, and and I don't think we'll know any more till the team sheet. You yeah, know. Yeah. No, fair no, point. It, uh, it, it's, it's, it, it, I'd be just guessing, you, know, that's, you, I'll know, tell you I'm, wo- know. I'm worried myself. I really am. I well, know. it's such a such a, a you know such a fantastic opportunity to get to Wembley mm. and um, to be sort of denied it on on in a rather bizarre situation would be very disappointing.
2: It would, yeah. I mean, we, we've we've selling sold a fair few tickets um, for the game now. I think. I think there's still a good good number available in the half weight, but pretty sure everywhere else on the ground is other than restricted view, which will be available in the day, I believe. But uh, mm. we, we've sold really well for that, and it, it just would be such a shame. But again, that's a, probably a fair few people there might be seeing their first game of the season, and you don't want people to get the wrong impression.
1: sort of impression,
2: as, as well yeah. as you don't want us to to waste this chance. I'm absolutely convinced that that we won't waste the chance; that we will you know whatever team we put out will give a really good account of itself and and we'll we'll still even if the worst happens i think we'll still be in the game for the second leg um yeah and again there's i would just mention that there's only 500 tickets for the second leg remaining so if you've got any designs on going up there and you're waiting until the until the game on tuesday gets out of the way might not be worth a risk aaron
3: yeah i think he's talking about a virus there mark um I think the players we do need back are McCarthy and Gardner because they're rock-solid. And I think without them, we are going to struggle a bit. But I'm pretty sure, you know, do your your name the best team you can. I'm sure that those players who come in will think, this is my big opportunity. You know, it's a chance to give the club something, you know, possibly a good run going into the next. So that's a good chance to give themselves a good account. So, uh, you know, as long as the fans get behind them, there's a post on the whole about um, the 12th man, which I definitely think everyone will be, you know, giving a full voice. And I think as long as we go out there and show that we're in it to win it, i would be happy, no matter what result, result, to be honest, as long as mm. we go out there and give it some, even in the away leg.
4: Yeah, They're in yes. good
3: form, though, Cardiff, aren't they? I mean, mm. uh,
4: unfortunately. But um, I think in Peter Whittingham, they have one of the best players in the championship, and uh, he is yeah. dangerous. He is, he is quality. So...
2: Uh, <clears throat> I was going to say he's he's kind of their Darren Darren Ambrose at the time Ambrose is, was doing yeah, yeah. that it, yeah. it was it was that kind of player great delivery serious goal threat and he just hasn't had the the drop off from injury or anything like that um, I don't want to go too much further because we've got some emails to get to um, I apologise now if we don't get to everyone's well we won't get to everyone's email but uh, I'm going to jump into those in the next sort of few seconds but all I just wanted to finish on regarding the. Uh, the semi-final was was just really that I I'm pretty sure Speroni will be back for that based on what Friedman said at the weekend. Um, he was talking about the fact that, as like I said earlier, Julian was pretty much ready to train. So and it looks like this on that basis that the virus is is you know sort of seven days and people might be ready to come back. So I'm I'm hopeful, but but on again on that basis I would say if you look at when Klein tweeted about Bit coming down with that virus and uh, if you look at that as an example. I think we might be I might be without him. So just do, do do some quick predictions as Mark has just said. Uh, Aaron, what do you think the score will be for the first leg?
3: Um I'm gonna push the boat out of it. I'm just gonna say a two one win for the palace. Mm. Mark?
4: Uh, I just think one nil. Pretty palace. much standard um yeah, pretty much standard home result <laughs> this um, season. Uh, I yeah, I think it'll be very close and uh I think I think uh, as long as we can Take some advantage to Cardiff, however small. Even I don't even think a draw would be disaster, but because uh, no. we've been playing well away from home, so uh, yeah, as long as we don't uh, get caned like we did at Watford a few years ago. Yeah,
2: no, that's that's yeah. the thing that sticks in my mind as well. I worry about that. But what I will say is, I, I again co- quite controversially, I probably think we might have a one-nil defeat in the first leg there, I and mean, then But I think think we'll then have a few people back in a couple of weeks for that second leg. And I think, yeah, we will do it. We'll do it up there, and I don't think we'll do it in style. I think if we 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 can get,
4: like, a 1-0 win, I I think we can definitely get a draw at their place.
3: Maybe all backs to the wall.
2: I've just got a couple of quick predictions from Nick, Colin, and Serial Thriller. We've got 1-1 Serial Thriller. Nick's gone for two 0 I think that's for Palace, and Colin's gone for two one. Again, I think for Palace. Good assuming, that, assuming that's the the system. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> ignore me. <laughs> so quickly, going to get to some emails before we let you all go. Uh, Jerry has said, OF player, uh, strongest side against Cardiff." Notice, bullet derby. So many first teams absent. Absolutely right. Uh, I'm meant to believe this is only precaution against the bug. Uh, yeah, that's the debate, really, isn't it? And uh, he says, "Surely." Um, Zahar, Scaddle and Murray up front uh, and with Julian in goal. If we want to get to Wembley, we must not concede at Sellers. Yeah, I mean, obviously, very, that's very much. One. Well, it, you know, it is vital not to concede. Um, again, I, I do think we might. I think, But I think we've got enough to respond these days. Um, maybe a se- season or two ago, we wouldn't have. But I think now we can, we can come back from going a goal down. Um, but we're never going to score a huge amount of goals. And that's one of the things that, that people have been talking about this season. Mm. Uh, obviously, is how few we have scored. It's a pretty low, considering the points we've managed to accrue. It's a very low, um, low goals for tally. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's point. yeah. I, I don't know if I don't know if we'll see that. So, I mean, certainly if we we can see two goals, two or three goals over the course of the two legs, I can't. We're not going to outscore Cardiff. So, keeping yeah. it tight is, is. Jerry's absolutely right there as usual. Um, we we really do need to keep it as tight as we can. Because uh, we can't rely on suddenly going out and scoring four or five. Calvin Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Aaron! This <laughs> is his chance to shine. <laughs> I know you you love Calvin, and rightly so. So, um. Um, okay, uh, Mark, do you want to read out uh, the email from Bambi?
4: Yeah. Happy New Year, fellas. Bit worried about the virus. Well, obviously, we've touched on that. What sort is it? Is it the pukey one? <laughs> I had that once. Lost two stone. I don't know why mm. he's asking me, but uh, will it affect us on uh, Tuesday or is Dugas, uh playing on I it? I kind of think we have a depleted team. Mm. Did you get all you wanted for Christmas? <laughs> mm. What are your resolutions? <laughs> don't think I, was,
2: I, I did get... A, I it's about a four-part say. question. But, uh, yeah. Well, I did get one for Christmas. I'm not telling you my resolutions, mainly because I've broken them already. Um, yeah, we've obviously we've talked about the... the the situation with with the virus and with and with who we're going to play against Cardiff and, and pretty much Mark summed it up. We don't. We just don't know. No one knows really, other than other than the guys within the squad. So, um, Graham Burt's email now. Never um, yeah, we'll recall it.
3: No. Well, no. There we
2: we, no it disappeared again. Uh, Aaron, are you happy
3: to read? It's quite a long one. I know you can't read properly, so I'll give it a crack without Correct. trying to laugh. <clears throat> Uh, Hi guys, I've been looking forward to Tuesday night since our defeat of the Reds. Unfortunately, I might not be able to use my ticket, uh, which is in the main stand if anyone wants to know, uh, for personal reasons. But I won't know until tomorrow evening or Tuesday morning. So I'd like to go to a a genuine Palace van, no payment wanted. So it's up for grabs, basically. I know I can rely on you guys to find someone suitable. If somebody at holmesdale.net can call or text me, I'll explain my predicament. uh, With or without my Present at the match. I fancy we can take the lead to Cardiff. Ah.
2: well, that's uh, that's an offer from uh, from Graham Burt.
4: Um, he signs off with as regards uh, to Colin. Yeah, that's Neil will not get. What goes around, what comes, goes around, around comes around.
2: Comes around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Graham. Yeah, yeah. So that's an offer from Graham to uh, for any genuine uh, Palace fan who who is. are deserving of a of a note of a ticket. No payment wanted for Tuesday night then and get in contact with us and we'll put you I'm in touch do with Graham. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> you want that? Of course I do.
2: Alright, well there you go, Graham. Aaron will have that ticket. <laughs> if there's any <laughs> listeners who do want it, do do email us radioavens. And I will and I will choose you over Aaron. I will stop him getting that <laughs> ticket because he doesn't deserve it.
3: <laughs> I don't belong in the main stand. Fair weather supporter,
4: fair weather. Um, but I'm
2: sure, I'm sure we can sort <laughs> something out, brain. But like I say, if anyone does genuinely want that, do email in. But if you don't, I'm sure Aaron will have that. So, um, good stuff. We'll be we'll be in touch, Graham, regarding that. Okay, well we've done all right, lads, considering um, uh, <laughs> considering how ring rusty we are. Ring ruster, I Shouldn't use that sentence. <laughs> should I really? That's um. That didn't go well. Yeah, that's not what I meant at all. Oh, I feel bad now. Can't Come end on that on. bombshell. I can't end on that. <laughs> 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 accent. Oh, well done. Oh. Hello. How
5: are you doing? All right.
2: Oh, Nick, you finally got yourself through. How are you? I'm oh, very good. Very good. It's taken me ages to get through tonight. Yeah, I know. Well, we've been very busy, and Mike has been paying absolutely no attention whatsoever. Mm. Well, he's packing up his mm. dongle, isn't he? Indeed. He is packing up his dongle. Um, I think yeah, we're about so, done on all the emails. So I mean, we're we're about to say goodbye. So final words for you, really? What you got?
5: Um, I just want to um, go with the plea for everybody to take a musical instrument on Tuesday night. I just want to hear what it sounds like. Somebody said they're polishing <laughs> their tube up in anticipation for it. Oh, Boo Zella? And, who, uh, and uh, I think they're calling some
3: kazoo's as well. When <laughs>
5: when the thing comes out, it'll be quite good.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, that will be good. I'm not convinced it's going to happen. It, will you be disappointed if it doesn't happen?
5: Um, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. But we need to bring the fun back into football. After, after all yeah. this race in Liverpool, we need, to, we need to show that it's a family sport. And, that you know, we're going properly down without resorting to abuse.
2: Exactly. Well, I don't know about without resorting to abuse. Without resorting to that kind of abuse, maybe. But, um, Yeah. No, not so my, my, my words. Tuesday will
5: be big in big day. Yeah, he will. He, he will. He will score. We're, we're, we'll take a 2-0 lead down to Cardiff.
2: And, well, um, we are, are recording this. We are recording this, and if you're proven right, and you know, and I'm, you know, I'm a positive person, um, but if you're proven right, I will give you ten pounds from my own wallet. That's recorded. Uh, no, you can't take it back. I know it
5: will be in two PP. He's knowing you though, wouldn't it? yes if <laughs> <laughs> you haven't said
2: at all most certainly will hey hey I've yeah. paid my debts sort of good anyway day.
5: happy new year everybody I'm off
2: cheers Nick yeah,
5: nice I'm out. Good, out. good night bye
2: thank you thank you <laughs> okay and brilliant well we'll we'll, let, we'll end it there thank you to everyone who's listened um, and hopefully well just just keep an eye on the forums um, and on our page We'll we'll try and let you know we should be back as normal on a weekly basis but there's a chance that we might not be it's a bit complicated it involves mikey moving house and me having to learn how to do things which as you saw today could be a problem um but thank (laughs) you for bearing with us um sorry we've been so long away but we you know we needed a bit of a break and we genuinely haven't really talked about the show since the end of the last one on the 18th of december so we've done all right today considering all that um yep Thank you very much to, to Mikey for rescuing us in the background there. Uh, thanks to, to Mark and to Aaron, um, especially Aaron who stepped in at the last minute as well, uh, with Nick Thank being you. ill but still managing to ring us.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> sound ill right. to me, did he? Did yeah.
4: he
2: have a letter from his mum? No. I'm asking <laughs> next time. I'll let him get away with that again. So thanks very much for listening. And, and we'll talk to you all again next week. Cheerio. Bye. Uh, Cheerio. <laughs>